Thank you so much to the choir. You know, it was only after they arrived here this evening that they realised that they were going to have to sing that one unaccompanied. Guys, you did that really professionally and it was wonderful. Thank you so much. So, there's a saying that I think kind of arrived in our consciousness about 20 years ago. It's a bit cheesy, but it was really popular with Christians. And you'd see it outside of churches and sometimes on car stickers. And it said, Jesus is the reason for the season. Have we got some pictures? Yeah, so it's still around today. And you can see here some of the images that I found online. You can have it on a badge. Or for the discerning shopper, you can get it on a bauble. Um, Or a stylish baby grow, yes, that's on there as well. Um, But it gets better because if you put the next slide on, you can have it as a phone case or a jumper or a mug or a stylish baseball cap. And it's, it's true enough in our consumer culture. It reminds us that Christmas jumpers are not actually the reason for the season. Or Christmas trees or pigs in blankets or family get-togethers. Not even Slade is the reason for Christmas. But I want to suggest tonight that there is something else that is the reason for the season, or perhaps I should say someone else. I'll come back to that. In one of our Bible readings earlier, the one from Matthew, we heard about Joseph's bit of the story. Carol read it to us. And we heard that Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but she was pregnant before the wedding through the Holy Spirit. And we can imagine how Joseph felt about that. He loves this girl. He's going to marry her. But he doesn't know who the father of this child is. She really is pregnant. And he knows it's not his. And no one is really believing that it's God. No one's really going to believe that. Least of all, Joseph. But he's a good guy. He doesn't want to humiliate her publicly, so he looks for a way to break it off quietly without any fuss. The wedding's off. It's going to take some kind of miracle, some kind of angel to turn up to convince him that it's true and get, back, get this story back on track. And then an angel actually does turn up and says, This child is from the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid. It is God who's doing this. And Matthew says that one of his names of this child will be Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God is coming here to be here with us. And the angel says, you need to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. You know, there was a little boy, nobody I know, there was a little boy who was quite lively, shall we say, and was forever doing something he shouldn't and getting into trouble. He just didn't seem to be able to help it, really. He was always doing something naughty. And by the time mid-December came along, this little boy was starting to get a bit concerned on the naughty or nice front. It wasn't that he thought he never did anything wrong. He knew he was going to be in trouble when it came to Santa's list. So he thought he'd write a letter to Santa. Dear Santa, if I'm good for two weeks, please can I have a mountain bike? 
No, it's no good. He knew he couldn't manage two weeks. So he crossed out two weeks and put five days. Dear Santa, if I'm good for five days, please can I have a mountain bike? But he knew that was no good either. Five days wasn't going to cut it with Santa. He's making his list. He's checking it twice. He thought he'd better go straight to the top. So he knelt by his bed and prayed. Dear Jesus, if I'm good for five days, please will you tell Santa that I can have a mountain bike? (sighs) No, he wasn't going to manage five days. He knew it. He thought again. He went downstairs to the nativity scene that was on the sideboard and he took the model of Mary. He took her to his bedroom and wrapped her in a sock and put her right at the back of his sock drawer. He knelt down again. Look, Jesus, if you ever want to see your mother again, you know what you need to do. I think sometimes we feel that we have to bargain with God. If you'll just give me this thing I want, well, then I'll come to church every week. If you want me to believe in you, you're going to have to do this for me. I think we feel ashamed of the things that we've done wrong in our life and of what's in our heart sometimes. And we feel like we need some kind of bargaining chip with God to get him to listen to us. Or we feel like we need to hide the stuff that's gone wrong in our lives because we're ashamed and we want to bury it away and pretend it's not there. But the scripture says that Jesus came to save people from their sins. He came to sort it out. And so we don't have to hide it or deny it or bargain it away. Like that boy in the story, we know we failed. We know we're not going to qualify for anything. But the amazing thing is, we don't need to take Jesus' family members hostage. We don't need to have a justification or a bargaining chip. We don't need to try to force God's hand. We don't need leverage. The angel says to Joseph, look, you're not going to name him Joseph Jr. or JJ or Joey. You're going to name him Jesus because he's going to save people from their sins. The reason God is sending this baby into the world is because I want to save my people. I want to save all people from their sins. And if it wasn't for our sinning, if it wasn't for our mess and our dysfunctional families, if it wasn't for the ways that we hurt each other, if it wasn't for the greed and the selfishness, and the meanness of spirit, I wouldn't have to send him. And then there would be no Slade. There would be no Wizard. There would be no Shaking Stevens, and there would be no Mariah Carey. Or at least not their songs. This baby is going to grow up, and he's going to do something that changes everything. Something that means all of us can be forgiven for all that stuff, for all your stuff. 
And there may be other ways that we can find, and we all do it, other ways to make ourselves feel okay. But in the end, it's only ever temporary. And we realize that there is still emptiness and brokenness. The bad stuff is still there, and actually it's not fixed at all. But this baby is going to provide the opportunity for real, lasting forgiveness of real relationship, the restoration of our broken relationship between you and your creator, God, the one who knows you inside out. He knows all about you, and he has done since the day you were born. It's for that that he came. He came because of the people who've let you down and the people that you've let down. He came because of the hurt that we cause each other. He came because of the family members who've hurt you and who've failed you and because we've all failed and hurt people too because all of us are failures, every one of us here. He came because of our bad attitudes and selfishness. He came because of the lies we tell each other and that we tell ourselves. He came because of the mess we make and the pain that we carry inside. Without those things, there would be no Christmas because we wouldn't need Christmas. But we do. We do need Christmas. If it wasn't for you and your mess, and me and my mess, Jesus wouldn't have needed to come. But he did. And so I want to say to you tonight that you are the reason for the season. And I am the reason for the season. Yours and my brokenness and mess. You know, we can blast through our lives hoping that somehow things will turn out okay and we'll get through it okay, but then something hits us and we realize, actually, we we can't do this. I can't break that habit. I can't seem to change myself even though I try. I can't seem to find something that will fill this hole inside. And we may look like we're doing okay on the outside. But in the end, that's just a hollow and brittle shell. We can keep going on our own resources and say, I don't need you, God. But there's a darkness inside, inside all of us. And what happened is that God looked at that darkness and his response was not to wipe it out, but to send his son to fix it the only one who could fix it. And so all of your stuff, all of my stuff, all the dysfunction and self-centeredness and pain that I see in other people and that I see in the mirror, that's the reason for the season. I'm the reason for the season. And you're the reason for the season. Jesus came here to our world and he lived among us, God right here with us. And he lived a normal life until the age of 30 
And then he started teaching people and saying, let me tell you what my father is like. Let me tell you how much he loves you and how much he wants to reach out to you and rescue you from your hurt and mess. He came so you could know how much you are loved, how much you are treasured, and how much Father God wants to reach out to you, to be part of you, to gently heal your hurts and your pain and everything that's been broken. And he was so committed to doing that, to restoring that broken relationship and making a way for us back to God that at the age of 33 he died on a cross so that our sins could be forgiven, just as the angel said, so that our mess and our stuff could be dealt with. He will be called Jesus because he came to save people from their sins, from their mess. And he will be called Emmanuel because God is here with us. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for Christmas. We want to thank you for all that it shows us of your love and your compassion, your power, your grace, your mercy. Thank you that it shows us that you are loving And we don't need to hide from you or bargain with you. We don't have to pretend that the mess isn't there. And we thank you that Jesus is the reason for the season. But thank you as well that we can see that I am the reason for the season as well. Thank you, Jesus, that you came for me. And you came for everyone else in this room. And I pray this Christmas that just one or two people here tonight would get it and would see that for the first time, that they are the reason for this season. And that others of us would see it again afresh, that we would grasp for real in our hearts the extent of your love and what it means to have a Father who loves us in that way. We are the reason for this season. And we thank you, Jesus.